Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Promotional. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, ring announcer to the stars, the twiddleless heroine herself, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and most importantly, the queen of self-style. Here with you once again, hosting this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. The Hashtag Miranda Show is a proud podcast that is featured on the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. 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 Always use your head. And yes, not only thechairshot.com, but your favorite podcast streaming platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more. As always, I am joined by the producer, the co-host, the best friend, the unstoppable one, the kingpin of the chairshot.com. And if you did not know, he is also a wrestling promoter, the one and only Greg DeMarco. North Carolina. Acknowledge me. That was so good. And it, it, I wish the, the bite was louder. We must have played that 12 times during the Craig DeMarco show. Just because it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and record with louder volume. I think it's going to become the new Acknowledge Me soundbite. Yeah. Because, you know, we have, we have the classic. Acknowledge me. And that's good, too. And it's not going to go away. But that might be my new favorite Acknowledge Me. Mm-hmm. Like, and because, you know, the attack happened mm-hmm. afterwards where RK Bro attacked the Usos. And so we like Roman Reigns is buying time. So he's like mugging for the camera. Like it's just so it was so fantastic. I didn't even see it. I saw it like on Instagram and I was just like, oh, this is hilarious. And yeah, a whole different level, a whole different level. It's God mode, son. God mode. But it just God it mode. just literally is. Yeah, I, I just just watching it and, and seeing it. I was just it's like, like oh, Roman Reigns God. is the cheat codes. He is the cheat code in wrestling. Like. You know, no, he's unstoppable. No one can beat him. Goes through people with ease. Yeah. Like somebody was trying to ask me today what they should do because, you know, they switched the whole backlash match. It's no longer the tag team unification match. Maybe they're going to completely abandon that. Maybe they're going to save it. And then they did the six man tag. And someone was like, well, if you're saving it for the stadium shows, what do you do with Hell in a Cell? And I was like, you do the same match again at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. You just do the bloodline against. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro again. The, the the hardcore fans think it's dumb, but the casual fans would love it. Yeah. And has there ever been a six man tag match in Hell in a Cell? I don't think there has. I don't think so. There's been and the six the a- six man like the six way match that took place in Hell in a Cell a long time ago, but there hasn't been a six man tag in Hell in a Cell. And you've got three stadium shows coming up. Yeah. Why are you going to put Roman in a singles match before then? You shouldn't. 
It just doesn't make yeah, any you sense. you don't need to. And then they were like, how do you get the Drew and Roman at the castle? I keep calling the show at the castle because I can't remember what it's called. But it's just the castle. Something. Some, yeah, something at the castle. Something I'm, the castle. I'm not a – something. Uh, I don't know. Clash. It's not Clash at the castle. It's Clash, castle. no. I don't know what it is. But that's obviously where Drew McIntyre is wrestling Roman Reigns. Like – Yeah. And people are like, well, what do you do? And I was like, it's very simple. You have a number one contenders match. Shinsuke Nakamura wins. The Vars are setting that up because Drew gets screwed over. Drew wins money in the bank. He has a different match for SummerSlam. You set up a different challenger for Roman for SummerSlam. And then Drew uses his shot ahead of time to set up the match at the castle. Like, it's not that hard because Drew is not the kind of money in the bank person. Sick. Like, like Drew's not the kind of person who should cash in. Surprisingly, like that's not his case. No, 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 no. You want you want to advertise it, of course, and you have him, you know, be the one to do it, and and you do that match, and 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 you have him win. You have him win the WWE Championship. Roman still has the Universal because he's not losing that until twenty twenty four. So, yeah, it, it just makes all the sense in the world to me. Clash at the Castle. Is it really called Clash at the Castle? Yeah. Okay, that's what I went with before, but it just for some reason Clash didn't make sense to me. But there we go. Clash at the Clash. It just like the the visual of it looks so like cheap. it does cheap. It yeah, really does, yeah. isn't it? Like Microsoft Art, you know, yeah. like or Microsoft Paint. Like, like not like, You went like to dayfont.com and downloaded a font and then Yeah, like this is a fan <laughs> put together. Like it just I thought they would make a much cleaner design. So I think maybe if there was a better visual to it, it would catch on better but it is so did the intern create this it's like, funny I don't so know. so the the greatest night in the history of our sport that patrick dad and i talk about ring of honor final battle 2005 ring of honor would you know a month or so later release a dvd for a show and they release the dvd for pre-order for final battle when they show the cover or whatever and people did not like it they thought it looked stupid and a fan on the ring of honor message board submitted a new design and ring of honor used it of course. And it did look better. And it's funny because they used it, and I have the DVD. I had to dig for it and find it. The quality of the cover is not that great. Like once you blew it up and printed an actual mm-hmm. cover size, it's not as good as what they usually had. But from a design perspective, it was way better. And they ran with it. And and I guess I have to give them credit for running with it. I don't know. So, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. But anyway, we, we digress from what we have planned. And people don't even know we have planned. So Yeah. We Clash of the Castle. Well, we do, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more as we get closer to Clash the Castle and all of the, the summer that is uh, in WWE. Summer uh, stadium have, shows. Yes, the summer stadiums. That's even a better, anyways. I'm not going to fantasy book names because I just, got, I just don't have the time and energy for that right now. Uh, I need to be drunk in order to do that. And I'm not drunk right now. Um, even though I do have half a bottle of wine, I was very tempted to just drink and see what happened tonight, but I would, I would be the first time. Yeah. I just do have this really, it's really good. Amino energy, uh, optimum nutrition drink right here. Yeah. Is it good? Uh, blueberry lemonade. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I just need caffeine. That's what I need. There you go. There we go. Caffeinate yourself. Um, yes. So before we get into tonight's topics, of course, um, what I I will say is that this is a very busy week in independent wrestling. Um, Greg, you're in the midst of putting the final touches uh, on IZW King of the Jungle. That's going to be happening this Saturday, May 7th. Uh, at Sun Studios in Tempe, a uh, big headlining event is, of course, the retirement match for the Hawaiian Lion, um, a staple out here in Arizona, but has wrestled, you know, throughout the U.S. and the world. Um, his final match happening this Saturday at IZW against his longtime tag team partner, the Navajo Warrior. Uh, on top of that. Also announced recently an Ironman match between Thugnificent, your IZW World Heavyweight Champion, and the number one contender, EJ Sparks. Uh, that's that's uh, 
also slated uh, and a uh, a four way match uh, between four of really the hottest competitors in in IZW. Um, and going back and looking at the uh, visual for that, of course, you have Gino Rivera, who we've talked about on the show uh, and have touted uh, many a times. Of course. Uh, J uh, Cafe, um, as well, making a pretty big impact in IZW in his short time. Uh, of course, Mr. Classic, who's coming off of his loss uh, to Thugnificent at uh, Cool Town Clash. And then Fresco Matic, representing Lights Camera Faction, um, the you know, one of the most dominant factions in all of IZW. Um, being represented in this match. Um, speaking of lights, camera faction, we also have uh, Ice Williams taking on Joe Graves uh, on a one-on-one match. Uh, that definitely will be one to see. Um, you think you may know the the result of that match on paper, but I don't underestimate Ice Williams in any bit. Um, also, Lights, camera, action, uh, faction will be in tag team uh, action uh, during the VIP match against MBW and Dallas King. Uh, And recently announced, we do have, uh, I believe, a three-way match. Um, Let me pull up the notes. Uh, oh no, it's a one-on-one match with a special guest referee. Yes, uh, Anna May will be taking on Bryn Thorne with special guest referee Morgan. Um, Anna May coming back to the ring. Um, and we know the history between Bryn Thorne and Morgan. So having her serve as guest referee for this match, uh, she will call it straight down the middle, but... Uh, who knows to see if maybe any of some residual anger and tension between Morgan and Brent Thorne will come up in this match. So uh, a very stacked card for King of the Jungle happening this Saturday. How do you feel going into it? I feel great. It's it's so interesting because um, it, it's it's right. You've got the Hawaiian Lions last match, the retirement match, and everything that goes along with it. And that in and of itself is enough. But we when we do events like this it's the one thing about izw and everything that we do every match we put on they all matter and that had to continue with this event and 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 putting on i mean graves versus ice williams is you know could could go main event vegas tomorrow and Mm -hmm. it's it's that level of a match and and we have it as as an attraction on our show and you know ej sparks and thugnificent partners and people who know each other better than anybody in that ring and they're going to do a 30 minute iron man match like it's it's we're, we're putting on even without the hawaiian lion versus navajo warrior say the tribe was in a tag match instead this is a hell of a show and mm. instead we're doing this and we've got you know um the return engagement now renewed for an entire season, as he puts it, of Smooth Talk with Jay Smooth, with Pete the Heat, who suddenly finds himself on an island once again after being abandoned by his partner, and, and um, his partner's not even going to be there. And so it's really yeah. all about, you know, Pete the Heat bringing that back. And so, um, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be uh, – it's going to be an amazing show, but I – you know, to me personally, like the retirement match for the Hawaiian Lion, like mm-hmm. I've known the guy for 16 years and he's been wrestling for 20. So I've known him most of his career. And so just that right there, like I, I've said it before, said it in here, like you're literally going to see grown people cry. And that's what this is all about. And that's what he deserves. And that's where we're going to be. And it's going to be an amazing night of action, which is what he was known for leading up to the the big finale and, and giving him the proper send-off that he deserves. And it's just um, the gravity of that's not lost on me, nor is the fact that how lucky I am. Like, I, even when I started doing IZW, like, it never crossed my mind that I'd do the Navajo Warrior 30-year anniversary celebration. And I would do Hawaiian Lions retirement. And it's just like, 
I am floored to even get to do these things. And it comes two weeks after what we did in Coolidge, which we talked about so long last week and how touched I was by that and didn't even know I would be. So I can't even imagine what I'm going to be like next week talking about this show. Um, but I'm super excited and I cannot wait. Um, you know, do I feel stupid for having two shows within two weeks? Yeah, I totally do. Um, from a business perspective, it's fine. But from a me perspective, it's like, dude, why? Yeah. Um, but then we don't have to, you know, then we then we come back on August 27th, which I'm also very excited about. So there's just so much to be excited about right now. And um, wrestling is wrestling and things will happen that you have no control over during mm-hmm. a show, before an event, after an event, other people's events. And invariably, it usually comes up right around this time. And it, it, it ain't nothing going to stop it. Like, it's just that important and that big of a deal. And so, um, yeah, I'm being cryptic. And some people won't know what I'm talking about. Some people won't, and I don't care. But I'm very excited, and I cannot wait. And um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, and you're local or you're close to local or whatever, um, I don't even know where ticket sales will be by the time you listen to this because it has gone a little crazy over the last few days. So there won't be a whole lot left if any so i would definitely um because you know we're just in the studios and we can't move the walls Mm -hmm. so it's and given the number of people that are probably going to come it's yeah it's going to be packed and it's going to be a lot of fun it's gonna be a great environment and i cannot wait so um grab your tickets early go on and get them at izw wrestling az the links in all the posts go to izwwrestling.com you can click on the poster for uh for king of the jungle or you can go to the tickets link in the menu and you can grab your tickets for king of the jungle while you still can uh we are down to 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 limited general admission that's available and and the way they're going every day it may not be available for long so grab your tickets come out and be a part of history but at the same time yeah you're going to witness history but you're also going to witness a damn good event before you witness history um and i'm very excited about it very excited now if you are not able to join uh, IZW this Saturday on May 7th. There's another way that you can support IZW and thechairshot.com. So, Greg, why don't you do me a favor and go ahead and wind it up? It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash chair shot. And so when you go there, you're going to find a variety of different t-shirts in support of IZW and the chair shot.com. You're going to be able to customize your t-shirts and order any t-shirt in, you guessed it, soft style. So not only can you look good, you can feel good. And that includes ordering both the chair shot and IZW linear t-shirts that look really nice, really clean, as well as the IZW world order design. Oh, or if you're looking for a little bit of a different flair, the IZW NWA design. Both are great. Of course, the IZFNW design, don't matter what generation you're looking for, we got a t-shirt for you. And then IZW Wrestling Arizona's Territory, if you're looking for a little bit more of a classic style. But wait, there's more. Yes, there's multiple. Always use your head t-shirts, the chair shot worldwide. Of course, the Everybody Hates Greg t-shirt and the queen of soft style t-shirt all available at pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. Again, you can order any t-shirt in soft style. All t-shirts start on the base at 1999. You can even customize your colors and fits. So that way you order what is best for you. So what are you waiting for? Why don't you go to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. That is pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Greg, you know when I announce this show, in particular today, one of the first things I say, some of the Twitterless heroin. You are? I'm not on Twitter. You're not? I So I don't know what happens on the Twitterverse. Sometimes I will hear things and see things from other forms of social media, or I go creeper status and then just use someone else's social media or Twitter to find other things on Twitter. And I'm not one to gossip. Uh, however... Are you, though? I heard something that when I heard this, I was like, I don't know. I don't I I don't think so. I this it does. It didn't sound to be true. And upon further research, I found out this was true. Something did happen that blew my mind that I would have never guessed. And Greg, this has something to do with you. Me? Yes. Well, yes. What what forever could you be referring to? Well, uh, my sources tell me that you went on social media, specifically on Twitter, and tweeted us a, a statement to comment. And this is no regular statement or comment. It is one in support of one AEW owner, Tony Khan. Yes, that Tony Khan, who you have regularly, routinely, consistently, yes, vehemently, yes, openly, yes, criticized for Called pretty much everything. Yeah, he's a clown. Yeah. Uh, but yet, did, did you? Are you turning over a new leaf? Did he buy your affection? Have you been bought? And if so, why don't I get any of this money? Am I now an AEW bot? Are you a bot? Are you real? Well, you know the answer to that question. But. Well, I'm not sure anymore because <laughs> the Greg I know would never be openly supporting Tony Khan. You've literally doubted AEW and specifically Tony Khan since day one. So for you to just magically change your mind. So tell me, Greg, let, let, let the audience know. Tell us more of the context, because maybe maybe I'm in the wrong here uh, and I'm just not understanding. But what would compel you to publicly support or agree with Tony Khan? Let's get a couple things straight. I'm still an asshole. That has not changed. <laughs> Phew, I was really worried about that. AEW is still a clown show. That has not changed. My Twitter name has changed to Greg the Clown Show. My handle Ooh. has not changed. I'm still at Chairshot okay. Greg. But my actual okay. name, my display name is currently, it has been for like a week or two, is Greg Greg the Clown Show. Just for the hell of it. Because it's all about clowns for me right now. And I guess I got to keep that going until August at this point. So good on me. That's true. Yeah, we'll no talk about that now. later. But I have no choice actually- now. Back, I painted really myself well into a game. clown show corner. You booked yourself into a corner, clown. I have. So, and Tony, Tony Khan still deserves every bit of criticism that he receives. But I have, I don't criticize Tony Khan just to criticize Tony Khan. I okay. criticize Tony Khan because, God damn it, he deserves it. He deserves every bit of He's criticism. He's earned it. He's earned he every bit of criticism. Earned, has bought and paid for the hard way, not the easy way that being born, born the son of a billionaire allows you to do. He has earned every bit of criticism that I had given to him. But as you know, and as most people I would hope at this point know, I'm not going to openly criticize somebody just to openly criticize them. Just like I said earlier, every match in IZW has to have a purpose and has a reason. So does my criticism. I don't criticize just to criticize. It's not fair. I basically don't have time for that shit. Right? I don't have time to criticize just to criticize. 
So earlier today, pretty sure it was today, Tuesday, when this is being recorded, a match was advertised for Dynamite. Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. And it was advertised by Tony Khan as a dream match. Pause for effect. I think this is the effect. A dream match. Dante Martin is in no way, shape, or form at the stage of his career to be in a dream match of any sort. Agreed. That That's why my silence said it all. That was yes. the reaction. Ray Phoenix can really only be in some dream matches. And he's a yeah. very well-established human being. His yeah. brother is far more of dream match capacity because of his notoriety, largely thanks to Lucha Underground. Yeah. But he, he took it and he ran with it. I mean, people don't even remember that Pentagon Jr. was freaking Impact Wrestling World Champion at one point. Yes. Yeah. And Very limited. That literally yes. was like three days, but that did happen. And I thought should have been AEW World Champion, but what the hell do I know? And and so, so you fast forward back to this tweet, or time shift back to this tweet. And so, as usual... The, the 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 Fed crew that we have that that always likes to talk about the Fed being back and support WWE because um, it's fun and that's what we care about. Of course, goes in on Tony Khan and doing so in articles. And Wrestling Inc. tweets this article out about this, and the owner of Wrestling Inc. Raj Giri is criticizing Tony Khan for calling this a dream match. So I went and I clicked because I wanted to see this. I want to mm-hmm. see Tony Khan because I was like, okay. Time to talk about Tony Khan. This is my calling on Twitter. Yes, yes. It's like go to the article this and I read is... it. And when I read the article, I realize Tony Khan called a dream match, but then later explained, this is Dante Martin's dream match. Oh. This so there is was the dream match context. that Dante Martin really wants to have. So me, because see, sometimes being an asshole is not a bad thing. Sometimes being an asshole is about mm-hmm. When you know you're right. And so I tweeted out, I don't know that this is Tony Khan being the typical Tony Khan. If you actually read the article on your own website, sir, you might see that you weren't the author of it. Somebody else was. You might see that he is explaining that this is Dante Martin's dream match. And so I defended Tony Khan. Normally, I piss off all the AEW bots and they come running. Sure. This time I pissed off all the anti-AEW bots that Tony Khan has invested into fictitious research about them existing. And they're coming after me like, you're stupid. Tony's bad. Tony's evil. Tony's all these other things. He called this a dream match. He's overblowing it. Just like every huge announcement. It's just another bad thing that Tony Khan did and whatever. And I'm th- I'm just like, I am the first person to criticize Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. But he didn't deserve it this time. Yeah. Now they're like, he's just trying to cover up for the fact that he called a stupid match a dream match. Maybe I have railed against him so much that I'm willing to give him this one. I don't know. But I was just, I'm willing to give him this one. One thing that we do talk a lot about on the Greg DeMarco show, and even have a whole wrestling segment dedicated to wrestling news with a Z. Mm-hmm. And this seems like a very prime example of wrestling news sites, you know, taking snippets of context to yeah. sell a headline yeah, or a story. Clickbait, yeah. And a lot of times AEW is much more on the better recipient side of this. And we talked about it a lot with the ratings and the view of demographics. Uh, and so much, even, you know, the advertising, the marketing, how they, how they sign people on, they seem to tend to benefit from news with a Z. Yes, they but this time around, they were on the flip side of it and they were on that more negative end. So it does make sense that you are truly a champion. You are kind of like the Batman of wrestling news that you are justice and it does not... <laughs> Oh, you just call me Batman. Yes. If you're the Batman of wrestling news, you know, you, you acknowledge me. 
This is my yard now. You are justice, you are vengeance. That is amazing. And you will serve justice regardless of of who it is for. Let this be a lesson to all those people who criticize my criticism of Tony Khan. I don't criticize Tony Khan just to criticize Tony Khan. I criticize the behaviors. (laughs) I criticize the decisions. I criticize the actions. I criticize the stupidity. But I didn't see this as something to criticize. Mm. I saw this as, like you put it, a victim of wrestling news. I didn't think of it that way in the moment. But I just saw it as we're painting him in a way that in this one instance is not accurate. Now, you could say he's done it to himself Mm -hmm. by all the overblown bullshit he's done. Oh, yeah. Criticism well earned on all of those. But I think this one is guilt by association guilt by track record but when you look at this one action independently i don't think it deserved the criticism mm-hmm. and maybe i maybe i'm like maybe he's raised the bar so high of dumb shit that i'm like no nah, this isn't this is nothing like some of the other stuff he's done this is this is simple stuff this is he's promoting dante kings or dante martin it's a dream match good mm-hmm. for them you know, we won't even care about this come Thursday. And we won't. No. The new cycle happens and we won't. Yeah. But I think it's also a case again. And sometimes it's some of the shoe being on the other foot where, you know, as fans too, we get so drawn in by snippets and headlines and it really does. And and fans of, of all sides, whether you're pro AW, pro WWE, you know, you're always on some side of the fence kind of defending, you know, your fandom or defending your view as just in the same tone as someone is using those types of articles to then defend their viewpoint. So, you know, and and they would be using misleading, incorrect information sometimes it's one thing when a story is truly accurate but when it's misleading it's just taking information out of context and it's then being presented to fans and fans are defending it as fact when that's not the case and i think it just goes back to more of the issue of you know wrestling news with a z and that and that form so people's opinions and even the hills that they die on sometimes are based off of misleading or incorrect information. Because they don't care about accuracy. They care about clicks. No. They care. Yeah. And, and that's clickbait. And and the, the snippets, the headlines you're talking about, social media has a lot to do with that. It really yeah. does. Because that's what, you know, news has had to go digital. News has had to go that in. And news is based on advertising and ratings, just like everything else is. Like, it's all a business. There are very few nonprofit, publicly funded news outlets anymore because it's because we're capitalism. We're a capitalist society. That's what we are. And, you know, I say it a million times wrestling is a business. Even when we did Coolidge, it's like wrestling is a business. Sometimes our business can do a whole lot of good. It's a business. News is a business. As dumb and wrong as that is, it's dumb and wrong aside, it's just real life. It's just what it is. And wrestling news is a business too. The problem with wrestling news is they think it's okay because the business is at work. So they think it's okay for the news to be at work. And I think so, some people think their news and their websites, I'm talking about like the bodyslam.nets and, and the slice wrestlings and, and even some of the other ones. And I think largely Dave Meltzer with AEW, they think they're part of the show in a lot of yeah. ways. And that's how they justify it in their brain but they're not, and they shouldn't be. And look, the NFL does it. There's rumors all over the place. It's, it happens in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places. But in this case, the company that benefits the most from wrestling news got wrestling news, in my opinion, based on what you're saying. I think you nailed it, and, and you hit the nail on the head. But at the end of the day, I tweeted. I said what I said, as people like to say. And I meant it. And I meant it because... This is maybe the one time I've seen the criticism not be warranted. You know. 
Well, with that context, Greg, it makes a whole lot of sense why you would try to clear the air and in this case, stand and defend Tony Khan's statements. I feel like this will continue to be a rarity. But as I mentioned, you you are you are the justice of wrestling news. You will go out and defend those that need to be defending, even if one times they were more adversary. But you will always seek truth, justice in the American way. I do. I would say the relationship is still adversarial. But in this one occurrence, I decided to, as, as, as Zion Quinn says, and no one knows why, I decided to run it straight. Very fair. Just this once. Yes. So, so Tony Khan, I won't even have Damian Sandow say it. I'll say it myself. You're welcome. Well. We are going to take a quick commercial break. So, Greg, go ahead and uh, use some of that bot money and so we could pay some bills. I thought you were going to tell me to wind it up again. I did. And I was like, no, I'm not going to wind nah, it up. No, no, no. It's money time. Give me some of that AEW money that you got from for defending Tony. It's money time. Money plan. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. You're welcome. I want to finish up this week's episode by talking about a wrestling event. We started talking about IDW happening locally this Saturday, May 7th. But I'm going to go... Into last week, you know me and time traveling here, there, and everywhere. Uh, this past Saturday, which was April 30th, uh, I was the host of the first ever Russell Drag Volume 1 uh, right here in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was a pro wrestling show, independent wrestling show, that combined the world of wrestling and drag performance. Um, this was a first for Arizona uh, there have been independent wrestling shows very similar to this, uh, but a pretty big deal for Arizona to have uh, this showcase of drag performers and uh, pro wrestling talent. Um, it was a very unique experience for me because it was a dual hosting gig. I was the ring announcer and host in of the matches, as well as hosting a drag show, which if you were to ask me if I would ever think I would host a drag show, I would have said I probably would have saw myself announcing and hosting a wrestling event way before a drag show. Uh, so a very awesome challenge and awesome opportunity. I just wanted to highlight how incredibly fun it was. It was such a fun, energetic environment. Uh, Wrestle Drag really also did put an emphasis on having a welcoming community for all wrestling fans um, and really opening the doors too, for people who have experienced wrestling for the very first time, as well as giving um, experienced wrestling fans uh, a different show by having drag performances intertwined um, throughout the night. Um, so it was a, an amazingly entertaining show and just one that I was really honored to be a part of. Um, there's pictures posted on Wrestle Drag social media, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you'll see the mix of matches as well as drag performances, some killer, killer drag performances uh, by some uh, known drag queens in the Arizona community, including Moxie Strokes, uh, Hannah Jett also as well. Um, and the debuting um, performance of one Alexandra Armstrong, uh, who I would love to say that, you know, as wrestling fans, we have grown uh, to see this person's journey. But Alexandra Armstrong uh, was 
before the performer Parada, um, the, the pro wrestler Parada, and he has um, since found this new art of drag performance, and he had his debut uh, performance at Wrestle Drag. So to have that in the same arena that we used to see him wrestle in is a big 180, but there's so many parallels between drag and pro wrestling. And as I talked to people about this experience, that was one of the first things that continued, like consistently popped up um, that, you know, drag and, and wrestling have a lot more in common than people would think uh, as far as interaction with an audience, uh, the, the pop and circumstance of character uh, of connecting with a crowd of having a limited amount of time to have an impact with an audience um, and have things themed, you know, whether it's a performance or a match or a persona, um, really revolving all about the visual aspect of performance. Um, and it's, you know, sounds like very different worlds, but together it came so beautifully and it was such uh, an exciting event uh, and one that I very much appreciate uh, Russell Drag giving me the opportunity to host. And Greg, you always talk about knowing who you are as a promotion and a company. I think Russell Drag absolutely knows who they are um, as a, you know, a company and they will be uh, having shows you know, throughout the year, they have actually announced that their next show will be on Saturday, August 6th. And uh, another really fun, entertaining event to come on August 6th. Um, and uh, of course, too, even uh, the matches were great, brought some talent that we don't normally get to see in the state of Arizona. Um, that I think, too, makes it interesting for fans to have a mix of some of their more uh, familiar faces and talents. Of course, you had uh, Bryce Saturn winning the Wrestle Drag Championship, uh, someone that we just talked about last week um, at IZW. Of course, Charles Cassis as well. Um, you know, people like Bryn Thorne, um, even The Shade, who uh, we've seen has been a while, but we've seen him um, in in Arizona, um, and he was on the event, Evan Daniels as well. Um, but even some new faces, Honest John from the Las Vegas scene, uh, Bodie Young Prodigy, a 14-year-old uh, student from Las Vegas, um, and has been making a, a name for himself in the Las Vegas scene, making his debut in Arizona. Um, and so it's a really great mix of talent um, with, of course, people that people see um, in Arizona, but also some new faces. Uh, and of course, the having the drag performances just, again, was just so fun, it, uplifting. You know, I everyone had smiles on their face. Everyone was having a good time. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Russell Drag um, for this past Saturday night. Um, and excitement for things to come uh, with their second show on August 6th. And I think, you know, I, I immediately look at wrestling through the same lens every single time, and that's business. And to me, yeah, and and, and I agree with this, what you said before, and, and it's funny because that whole knowing who you are came up during the Greg DeMarco show as Patrick and I went into the show with less planning than this episode of the Hashtag Miranda show. Um seriously go listen to it i mean i'm even talking to the listeners i'm talking to you miranda morales you, you will actually probably enjoy it um but i yeah they knew who they are they knew what they were doing i think there's going to be a void coming up in this scene that they can fill um let's leave it at that but i do think that it's 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 great it's funny because we i i talked to the people who put the show on and um we talked to Abby. I don't know if the other person wants their name out there, but, um, and, and so I had a lot of conversations with him. And one of them was there was actually a, a $5 off promo code, code IZW that you could have used to save $5. And he set it up. He sent it to me. We we're going to send it out. And then I kept noticing there's this many tickets left, this many tickets left. And I was like, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to send it out because I don't think they're going to need it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the, the capacity of that building is so limited. And from a business perspective, I'm like, say that promo code leads to five tickets. That's $25. Like, like mm -hmm. you don't need this. You're going to sell all of your, your tickets that you're allotted for the event without this. 
I want, I want this to be as successful as possible. So I didn't even send it out because it wasn't necessary. Sometimes people want to help someone so they can be like, hey, look at me. I'm helping you. Well, they didn't need it. So why do yeah. it, right? Let them benefit from the promotions they've done and the concept they have. They didn't need our help. So we didn't need to give it to them. It was set up and it was offered and they were like, yeah, here you go. But at the end of the day, it wasn't necessary. So why do it? Why take that away from them? And, and, and why? And let them have all the glory because they earned it. They earned it with the event they put on and, and there's a space for it. It fits in within the structure of Arizona wrestling, the good side, the good, the good structure that's there, the structure that makes sense, the structure that has identities, like you talked about. It's so funny that we're using the phrase identity. In association with pro wrestling, and we're using the phrase identity in association with an event called Wrestle Drag. When so many people on that event, performing on that event, have been forced to live so long struggling mm-hmm. with that word, identity. Yeah. And what I love about that event is, is I'm, I'm straight white guy, right? There's literally, I'm the exact opposite of Wrestle Dragon. I would have gone to support it if I could have, but I had something with my son Saturday night, actually not that far from the venue. Um, but as part of his training for, for what he's doing sports wise. So I couldn't, but what I liked about it was the other straight white people who were there, who literally purely are allies. And mm-hmm. The word ally gets thrown around so much and it get the word ally is gonna get to the point of the phrase, well, I got lots of black friends, right? It's a joke at this point. But to see people who are truly allies for that that community, that to me hits home. I've never I, I've been to a drag show before, it's not my thing. But yeah. I don't dislike it. I don't discredit it. I just credit, I, I credit anything people like, right? I talk all the time about AEW. You got fans. If you're doing what you're doing, it's great. Do it. You know, just shut up on Twitter. But it's, to me, it really fits. And I think it, it serves a great purpose. I think there's a void, like I said, is going to be created very soon in the local wrestling thing scene. And I think Wrestle Drag can have that spot. I think there's a place for it. And what I love the most is, the duality of that word identity. It has an identity as a promotion, but it yes. means so much to the people in it who struggled with identity for so long, especially mm-hmm. in this business. Mm-hmm. Even though you've had wrestlers like the original Gorgeous George and Exotic Adrian Street in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, who were those flamboyant, damn near drag characters. And now you fast forward through the Attitude Era with a character like Goldust and so many more. And now here we are. And it's not even this community being appropriated through wrestling. It's this community being embraced and welcomed through yeah. wrestling. And, As a human being, Stella, I love that part. Yeah. And I think you're such a good point about identity because, right, it's this interesting duality as we describe it as a promotion that knows its identity as fun and uplifting and energetic, but it's also created for a community, especially in wrestling with fans who not maybe who have not always felt like they've had a place and as pro wrestling fans uh, due to their identity. And that could be a very isolating world. I mean, we already know that there is a lot of division in wrestling already. You know, we we talked about some of the tribalism between WWE fans and AEW fans, and even broken down more between people who grew up in different generations, people who like, you know, wrestling from different countries. And it could be very, very dividing and already dividing on top of then having your identity become a, a point of challenge or an issue. Uh, and to have it actually be a source of pride and ability to to uh, have you know bring commonality between people is a very special thing. Um, and it's also just one too where you know you're going to get a show that really embraces that, and not only for the fans but in you know the performers that they have. Yeah, and and I embrace it. I love it. I think it's great. I provided. Abby with some things to plan his event and, and happily I did. did so. I see some, some music sheets, some rundowns. Uh-huh. There was some things I saw that were very great. That had the Greg DeMarco touch yeah. on it. 
I sent it to him. I was like, here, take it. Mm-hmm. Do with it what you want, man. I want your thing to be successful. Like, you don't need me to promote it for you. You don't need me to tell you how to do these things. But here's something you might not know how to do. Because he has helped out with the production of some companies. But the companies he's up with the production with suck at it. Like, I'll just say it. And people can find whatever. And I don't care. But mm-hmm. I wanted it to be right. I wanted it to be good. Yeah. So here. And I knew you were going to be there. And I knew you know how those things worked. So it was just like, you got this person who's great at these things, who I bet no one even knows how good she is at these things because we're the only ones that use her in the way that we do. She also knows these pieces of organization. Take them. Use them. It'll make your event better. And that's all I cared about. Make your event better. I don't even care that anybody knows about it. Just go do it. You know, The one thing I love is all the athletes in the world that do all this great philanthropy stuff and tell you all about it, there's another half that don't tell you about it, right? It's like, because they do it for the right reasons. They don't care about the publicity. I just wanted to know that this show was going to be successful. And, and if it wasn't, if there were snags, it's also a very forgiving community in that regard, mm-hmm. so it would have been fine. But I didn't want that. I wanted it to, I, the seeing the, the reactions. People are like, "This is great. I love this. I want to go back again." That makes me happy. When the business is good, my business is good. But at the same time, like I know what this means to so many of those people. I know so many of those people personally. I've gotten to know them through wrestling. I got to know people. You know, I got to find. I got to find out certain people were were gay or bi with the rest of the world when they came out. Like, I wasn't anything special. I didn't get special treatment, special knowledge ahead of time. So I got to celebrate that and, and love that. And that's what this is for me. And 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 it knows what it is. It doesn't need to have these long, intricate storylines. It's it's not what kind of event it is. It's a showcase. Mm-hmm. And let it be that. And I love that they're doing it. And, and I talk about it the way I am, and, and I won't shut up about it because I really do – want it to be successful. And I think there's a small part of me that's worried because Arizona is a red state. It's a very conservative place, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people here who aren't from here and have come here and, and have made friends with people who are from here and, and have opened up doors for people to be who they are. And yeah, I'm straight white guy, but I've learned and, and I was raised by racial, you know, racist parents. I've written a blog about it before. I want people to be loving, accepting of everybody who everybody is, right? To the point where I'm, you know, pro-choice about everything in life. You want to be a drag performer? Go be a drag performer. You want to do this? Go do this. Typically, nobody at that show is hurting anybody, right? It's it's, And thankfully, I didn't see a lot of backlash against it. It's probably because I follow the right people. But I am just so excited for what it accomplished. And to see that, to know that it went off so well, and to know that it was received so well, and to know that there's already a return engagement – and it makes me happy and it makes me, you know, I support those guys. I support all those performers and I want them to to have that opportunity to be successful in the long run. So I'm all about it. And yeah, good stuff. And like I said, it all started and we talked about, yeah, we did provide them with some resources. Happy to do so. Glad it made the show better. And if they had they not used a single bit of it because they didn't need it, wouldn't have cared. It's, it's just, you know, make it as good as possible. Well, go ahead and follow Wrestle Drag on social media at Wrestle Drag on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, their next show will be Saturday, August 6th. I will know uh, more information about it, I'm sure, over the next few weeks and months. Uh, but definitely follow them on social media because that is where they're going to post information on sales and timing of and location of their next event. And of course, don't forget to support your local independent wrestling promotion, um, whether you can go to their show uh, or, you know, buy their merch. But even in the case that you have no money to spend, just follow them on social media, share that with your friends, uh, you know, go to their YouTube channel if they have it and watch their videos, uh, whatever it may be. Support comes in so many different ways. Sharing a flyer, uh, you know, uh, even just liking a post, all of those are all little ways that we can continue to support independent wrestling, which is truly a lifeblood of the independent scene of pro wrestling in general, um, and big for local communities. And and there's nothing like going to an independent wrestling show. It's such a an amazing experience, especially when you go to a good one, it can be really good. Uh, and and we know we've been to both, uh, but we still They're advocate partable. for uh, independent wrestling 
throughout the United States. So go buy the merch, a sticker, a T-shirt, uh, a ticket. Uh, and if you have no money, absolutely no money to spend, then just go ahead and like a post, share it, uh, you know, go to their website, whatever, maybe follow the wrestlers there. Um, and even if you don't have maybe a local independent promotion, even supporting independent wrestlers during this time is a fantastic way of supporting independent wrestling. And there truly is something out there for everyone. We have so much variety, so much variance uh, of different types of promotions and talents and locations that if you don't like what you see on TV, go and look in your, you know, your own city, uh, in your own state, because there may be wrestling that really speaks to you on a very personal level. And don't let, and, and this might even contradict things I've said in the past and I don't care. Don't let other people tell you if it's good, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are people who absolutely hate what you're talking about and the event yes. you're talking about. Fuck them. Like it does not matter. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you like it, good. That's why it exists. If you don't like it, go to something else. Because there's other yep. stuff out there to go to. There's something, literally is something for everybody, like Miranda was saying. Yeah. And 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 it doesn't matter that you don't like it. It's, it's weird, right? I'm not trying to say somebody's opinion doesn't matter, but in a way I am. It doesn't matter that you don't like it, but it does matter when you do. Because that's what's important. Yep. Focus on that's the positive. If you don't like it, that's fine because there are plenty of other people who do. And if there isn't plenty of other people who do, it won't exist very much longer. You know, you can't run a bunch of events only drawing six people. It won't exist forever doing that if it never changes and, and never fixes. But if people like it and it's good and it's different and you don't, just let it be, man. Let it be and don't even worry about it because there's something out there that you will like that somebody else won't. And they're going to let it be for you. So it's all it takes. It's really all it takes. It ain't that hard. Any rocket science. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for listening to this week's hashtag Miranda show. Uh, I am just so happy to always be here with, of course, my co-host, my friend, my producer, the Kingpin, the unstoppable one. And if you didn't know, he's a wrestling promoter, Greg DeMarco. Uh, follow us on social media at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook at ChairShot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, the ChairShot, uh, you can follow at ChairShot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Once again, the Hashtag Miranda Show is a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. 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 Always use your head. And of course, support thechairshot.com and thechairshot.com always use your head as i was saying go ahead and support the thechairshot.com and izw impact zone wrestling at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot uh and tickets at this point in time of recording still available for izw king of the jungle this saturday may 7th as you listen to this, that may not be the case. So, Greg, one last time, tell our fans uh, and listeners where they can go to find tickets for IZW. You can go to at IZW Wrestling AZ on all of your forms of social media. You can go to IZWWrestling.com. You can Google it. You can go to Eventbrite, find it there. That's who we use as our ticketing partner um, all over the place. Where you can't find tickets is the idiots trying to sell them in the comments of our posts. There are literally people who post in our comments, I got four tickets, does anybody want any? And I start looking them up and like they didn't even buy tickets. I messaged, I, I haven't even told you about this. This happened, I think, last weekend when I was super busy. Somebody was trying to, you know, post in our comments that they they want to buy tickets. I'll send it to you. And and I messaged the person, I'm like, yeah, you got those tickets, I want them. They were selling tickets to Cool Town Clash after the event took place. And I was like, yeah, I want tickets to that wrestling show. Oh yeah, how many need? I need three. Yeah, how much how much you want to pay for them? Well, they're selling for 20. Can I get them for 15? No, they're 20. You have to give them 20. Okay, that's fine. Hey, which event is this for? Because they never said the name. And the guy replies mm-hmm. back with like Isaac Chavez, Pin Gino Rivera. I was like, oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one I want, right? And blah, blah. blah. I was like, oh, I got one more question for you. What's that? Why are you selling tickets to my event after it happened? This is the event mm-hmm. I put on. You know this is illegal, right? 
immediately. You can no longer reply to this person. They immediately blocked me on Facebook blocked. Messenger. I sent it to to my partner and all of this. It was because then my partner hit me up. I'm like, why are all these people realize? Like, I looked up their accounts and none of them are even in Arizona or friends with anybody who was involved with our promotion. And I was like, funny you should say that because I was just having this conversation. I sent him the screenshots. He was like, that is hilarious. I reported the person. You know, Facebook ain't gonna do nothing. But, I guess you know you made it big when people are trying to scalp your tickets. Yeah. Or copy your shit. Who knows? But that's, uh, yeah. Neither here nor Cheers. there. It's a good energy drink. Yes. Here, cheer. I have yes. all my bottles are empty. Cheers. Cheers, yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget to always keep it soft style. Awesome! I came to... Okay. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. Of war games! War games! War games! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.